Hello, I'm Constitutional Attorney Katherine Henry, and welcome to the Constitution Segment Recap for Season 2, Episode 6 of Restore Freedom Weekly, which live streamed to you this Tuesday at noon Eastern Standard Time on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Twitch, Rumble, and DLive. I will share with you just a reminder that because there's some issues going on with Twitter's free API access, uh, that we may be limited and not able to go live on Twitter anymore or do much for posting but just something to be aware of. And if you want to check it out, I'm sure if you just Google Twitter API changes or something like that, you'll be able to see all that there is about what's going on with that. All right. So as we roll into this, uh, keep in mind, this is just a simple recap video, 10 minutes or less. So to hear that full discussion, make sure to check out that full video, the link for which is on slide two of this presentation. And the link for the presentation is in the description of this segment. Also keep in mind that as I share with you things and say things today, it's going to sound like a lot of summaries or a lot of points that are not substantiated. Keep in mind that for time's sake, I'm not going to say out loud all of the constitutional provisions that support each thing that I'm saying. Instead, I'm going to uh, allow you to just check all those out in the slideshow for today because all of those are going to be on each slide. I'm just not going to say each of those today. All right, so this uh, discussion was all about lessons learned on speaking at legislative committee meetings. We wanted to share with you the top 10 logistical issues that you likely don't know about speaking at state legislative committee meetings. We wanted to share our experiences so you can effectively communicate and advocate for your three for 2023 freedom fighting issues and be able to instruct your representatives in Florida and beyond. Uh, of course, the things that we were talking about were specific to what we learned from speaking at the Florida House of Representatives committee meeting last week, but you can extrapolate and take those examples and things as, as something to look out for, whether you're going to the Florida Senate side of things or whether you're going to a totally different state and trying to speak at those legislative committee meetings. All right, I left in the slideshow the answers and questions on the last couple of weeks, true or false questions, because they are very relevant to even this week's conversation. Uh, so make sure to take a look at those and refresh yourself on those questions and answers. Um, and uh, keep in mind that all of our questions and answers are able to be answered uh, on Twitter, Telegram, Truth Social, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Uh, so make sure to check those out on Tuesday between 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. when we post the answer. So this week, of course, the question was, you can sign up online to speak at any state's legislative committee hearings, true or false, and we'll get into that shortly. All right, one of the main things to remember is that you have constitutional grounds for instructing our representatives. Don't let them intimidate you. Number one, all political power is inherent in the people. Second, we have the right to peaceably assemble, instruct our representatives, and petition our government for a redress of grievances. Three, we have constitutional access to public records and public meetings. We have the right to free speech and the press. And lastly, we the people retain ultimate control and authority. So check out those constitutional provisions supporting each of those aspects. But getting right on into it, lesson number one of all the logistical issues that we encountered 
was that you can sign up online or in person to speak at the Florida House of Representatives committee meetings, but that you cannot sign up ahead of time or online to speak at the Florida Senate committee meetings. Uh, just some screenshots is what we included in the next slide for you so you can see the difference between how it works at the Florida House of Representatives side for committee meetings and how it works at the Florida Senate side for committee meetings. Lesson number two, for those with limited physical disabilities or limited uh, physical mobilities, the physical layout at and around the Florida Capitol building is quite challenging. There's a lot of hills. The concrete is very uneven and quite frankly in, in bad, uh, you know, it, it's in disrepair um, all over the area. And there's many steps to go up and down in various areas to get from one part uh, the main part of the parking areas over to the main buildings and sometimes there's no ramp or elevators anywhere that you could see close by so just something to keep in mind uh, certainly if you have limited mobility try to plan ahead knowing some of those challenges will arise but number two is even if you don't have a general limited limitation in mobility I would strongly advise against wearing stiletto heels or any kind of other impractical thing if if you don't want to wear something like that to trek up and down a steep hill or to have to navigate uh, uneven concrete areas, then don't wear something like that if you're going to speak at a legislative committee meeting, at least for one in Tallahassee. Lesson number three, although there are large screens on the walls in the committee room, there was no video being played uh, to show who was speaking. So given the layout of the room, it is virtually impossible to see all the faces of all the legislators while each of them might be speaking or certainly to speak, see the members of the crowd who would be standing at the podium to speak because all you see is the back of each person who is speaking. So anyone who relies solely on lip reading will not be able to participate well. You may want to utilize other kinds of uh, things, uh, resources that you have, uh, such as me. I was looking at my husband constantly asking him what I might have missed. All right, number four, there were conflicting unposted rules about whether you could bring bags or other materials into the committee meeting room. Are there some issues relating to, uh, you know, Fourth Amendment or some other privacy concerns? Obviously, however, my point in this is just to tell you the state of things as they currently are so you know what to expect if you want to go and speak at a legislative committee meeting, especially one in Tallahassee. So be prepared to have your bags searched if they are going to be allowed in the room with you. Number five, there was no time limit for speakers identified before the meeting. At the start of this particular meeting, um, it was announced that there would be two minutes for each speaker. Then it was reduced right before I spoke to a minute and a half. And then subsequently, it was reduced yet again to only one minute per speaker for the remaining speakers scheduled for the day. Item number six, being signed up to speak, your name may be called at any point during the meeting and it, and it will only be called for that one time slot. So if you are outside of the room when your name is called, such as you're going to the restroom or answering a phone call, your name will not be called again. So you very well may miss your opportunity to speak. Number seven, committee meetings are not clearly marked throughout the Capitol campus, and it can be quite confusing to find the appropriate meeting room. 
keep that in mind. I had a much more full discussion on that during the video, but just something to look out for. Lesson number eight, power outlets are off to the far side of the room that they have set up for the media. There's no visible outlets at or anywhere near the public seating areas. So if you're going to want to be recording or live streaming or uh, using your phone for any kind of other purposes during this uh, time or laptop, keep that in mind. You'll want some extra power banks or something else because you likely won't be able to plug it in. Uh, lesson number nine, the votes cast, the votes are cast that very day as to whether the bill is going to make it into the next step of the legislative process. I didn't realize that going into it. Uh, number 10, there was also no visible way to get documents in front of the committee members during the meeting. So if you take especially number nine and 10 together, let's look at this. Since your time to speak is greatly limited and the committee votes at the end of that very meeting, whether they're going to move the bill out, uh, out of that committee, committee members largely seemed disinterested in what the public had to say and quite frankly, seemed like they had their minds made up anyway. So well, for that, uh, check out the full video because I had quite a lengthy discussion about what to do and some aspects and ways around that and ways that you can still have a definite impact on driving all the way up or down or over to the state capitol and speaking, whether this is in Florida or it's happening in your own state legislatures. Um, so I also wanted to leave in here some slides on some previous points that we've talked about many, many times, but they are just as important today and this week as they would be in prior episodes, talking about where our rights come from, what it all means, uh, including the fact that we don't have constitutional rights, we have constitutionally protected God-given rights. Um, talking about the supremacy clause and how the United States Constitution is the supreme law of the land uh, and whether you can even find the general justification of public health, safety or welfare anywhere in the U.S. or state constitutions. So with all this uh, in mind, uh, check out the rest of these. I included some videos from prior speeches and things that you can check out, especially Angela Regas. Make sure to check out that video on Facebook. Thanks so much, everyone. Have a wonderful day. Hello, I'm Constitutional Attorney